Welcome back. Episode 29. Um, thanks for continually listening to our podcast. Don't know why, um, but really, we appreciate it because this is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, absolutely. But tonight, we're going to talk about, you know, the next big sporting <clears throat> event. And you can call it a sporting event because it is the NFL draft. That is tomorrow night, the first round. Uh, second round and third round are on Friday, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh are on Saturday, correct? Yeah, always the later rounds are always on Saturday because they literally do it from, I think, 12 noon till around 6 or 7 p.m. Because it like it takes that long. I think I remember when I first started watching the draft, it used to be two days where it would be yeah. round the- one and two. two would be like the first prime day. Thursday. Yeah, I and remember then, round one and two were always on the same day. And then like maybe 10 years ago, they changed it. Is it 10 years ago? I, I think, think I thought it was a little, it's like more like a little bit more recent, I feel like. I think it was like right in the the middle of like right before when like you and I just like graduated college when they started to do the three days. Okay, so yeah, just about 10, 10 years ago, Kevin, you did graduate, um, you know. 10 years ago this year so sorry to date you on that one <laughs> i know <laughs> my god that's so like terrifying to think about i know i'm nine years out so it's it's crazy to think next year will be 10 years out of college and living in the real world and trying to be a real human being which i'm still failing at so mm, no, i wouldn't say that i still i think you're you're striving and i say hey i say you're striving I saw, I saw your instagram story last well four o'clock this morning when i woke up of you uh doing some power cleans and stuff at the gym at 10 o'clock at night so yeah i mean i thoroughly have been enjoying the late night workout scene like i just haven't gotten up to the point where like so normally i would wake up then i'd have to wake up and lug all my clothes that i'm like going to the gym and then changing to work and like i'm like starving and i'm hungry and then like when i go into that like i go to work super hungry and then when i get on lunch break i just have like a huge binge so i've been like thinking so if i go later on at night i just like i'll eat a little bit of breakfast i go to lunch i eat my lunch and not go crazy because i know i have to go to the gym and then i go do my late night workout and then i get a shake at the end of my workout from like the smoothie guy that runs the gym and then that forces me to not to eat anything when I go home because it's super late at night already and I'm full and then at least I got some sort of proteins and fruits in there from the shake. Yeah. And then I just go right to bed. So I've been enjoying my late night workouts and it because it's late night, like the so the gym I go to everyone is 24 hours and they have a turf area. So by the time it's like 10:30 at night there's nobody using the turf so i just have that the whole area to just do whatever the hell i want so it's been a good time um i'm going to jump into our weekly sports update and i'm going to add one that literally just came on my phone oh did i well i have my phone on do not disturb so jazz, i'll just let you read it for me jazz assistant coach keon dueling former nba player a former mbp uh mb PA VP arrested in fraud case and placed on administrative leave. Oh, 
God. I remember Keon Dueling. I just remember his name. I was like, what a yeah. name, Keon Dueling. And then he was a good player, too, but damn. That is, uh, was arrested that's something. Wednesday and added to a criminal case in which 18 former NBA players were charged with illegally pocketing millions of dollars defrauding the league's health and be- welfare benefit plan. Oh, so this is going off of, who is it? Isn't it Tony Allen, Big Baby Davis, a few others. Well, you know, 15 others, <laughs> including <laughs> Um Wow. Okay. So this will be interesting. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be interesting to see what they, they do with that, if how far this actually goes and if there's really anything. So it looks like they combined – the rewritten indictment added dueling to the case first brought in October when federal officials said a number of former NBA players combined to collect 2.5 million from the benefit plan. 2.5 million is chump change to majority of these guys, unless they literally blew through all their money, which I wouldn't be surprised. Big baby Davis probably ate every hamburger in Boston and whatever other city he played. in. <laughs> so he probably did spend all that money. So that's a that we'll start there. Um interesting. M- NBA playoffs. Sorry, I have baseball on tonight, guys, right now. We'll we'll flip it back to the Bucks uh Bulls game. Uh when that's up and on. Uh we got my Red Sox on right now, and looks like somebody just got beamed by a pitch to the head. That's good. That's that's yikes. Let's, let's just see what happened. It's up. Ooh, no, ooh, shin. Ow. Oh, that's like ooh, even worse. Oh, oh. For all our people watching on YouTube, uh, I don't know whoever this batter is, clanked the ball right into that's his Bogarts. shin. That's, that's their like best player. Ooh. Definitely not pretty. Hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he can yeah, he, he's up, but he's, so he's he looks like he's he's all right. He oh, just might man. need to hit somebody with that bat because he's angry. Talking about brawls, though, did you see the Cardinals-Mets game today? Apparently, a Mets pitcher threw up high towards a Cardinals batter, and he took, you know, didn't like it too much. Uh, Bench-clearing brawl for both sides, and the pitchers from, like, the outfield that were out in the uh, bullpen start, jumped over the fence running into the brawl. Oh, like, my gosh. There have been a lot of baseball brawls lately. I remember you sent me the one from the, the minor Red league. Sox minor league. Yeah. Where that, that was... dude just clocked the pitcher in the face. I can't believe that. That was crazy. He, that pitcher did not know it was coming. All of a sudden, he just sees this guy coming across and just pile drives him with, with his fist in the face. Like That guy definitely re- learned a lesson of don't throw high and up or at batters uh, for sure after that one. Um, but let's talk NBA. My Celtics, clean sweep. I neither of us called that. We both were like it's six or seven games. So, well, the one series that we had completely and utterly, you know, remissed was the Suns Pelicans. Yeah, series. I re-listened to that the other day, and we were like, oh yeah, this is gonna be done real quickly. But wow, you take Devin Booker out of the lineup, I don't think we realized how bad how much he was gonna matter to their team um because i'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm i'm kind of rooting for the pelicans i think it'd be fun to see them do something i, I know the suns did win game five uh last night but and booker's i would love a game seven 
supposedly back, potentially back for game six um, from something I just read before we jumped on here. But yeah, that it's that series is going further. Um, the what the golden the Warriors sh- should close out tonight against the Nuggets. You would think they would. We'll see. Um, and then the Bucks should close out because the Bulls do not have um, Levine or uh, Caruso. Oh, to play? Yeah, Caruso's in concussion protocols and wow. Levine is in health and safety protocols. Shout out to our buddy Cyrus Johnson Jr. He's a huge Bulls fan and was mad that he wasn't on our NBA playoff podcast. So I told him whenever it gets closer to finals, maybe we'll have him on. Yeah, but of he's also probably very, very bitter because he's a huge okay. Bulls fan. So he's uh he's probably angry at, at that. But Cyrus, shout out to you. I would say better luck next year because the Bucks are gonna win this series. Yeah, the Bucks should win it tonight. Very interesting. Sixers Raptors now. Yeah. Me too. Who who <sighs> won last night? The Sixers won last night? No, it's the Raptors won. So because no. it was three one. So it's three two right now. I've literally forgotten about NBA playoffs because the Celtics swept. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm waiting to the next series. But wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's three two right now. Uh Sixers are up. Wow. So it's game six. I mean, whew, very, it's getting interesting. This is why we love this time of year. But, you know, and like last night's Memphis, uh, Minnesota game. Did you see the last like 30 seconds? I literally saw a highlight of that. Both teams just went back to back to back. And then Jaw hit the game running shot. I was taking, I had to go to sleep early because I know, I, I think I was in the gym. I was in the gym, but I was watching the highlights. Yeah. But man, Ja, Ja's a star. And the Grizzlies. We're we're gonna be talking about more about the Grizzlies in, in you know in the coming years. Cause oh, yeah. if the way that team is constructed, I mean, talk kudos to the scouting department, the coaching on that team, everything coming full circle and they're reaping the benefits right now. I mean, yeah. John Moran is he's, he's the guy. I remember watching a video. They're like, there's a next star that nobody's talking about. It's John Morant. And I'm I'm excited to see what he does, especially if that series closes out with Memphis winning and Golden State shuts out tonight. I mean, oh, that would be a fun series to watch. That's gonna be a fun series. Cause I'll be honest. Man, I, I would give Memphis a shot. I give them a shot, especially um, the way they're playing. But at yeah. the end of the day, you're probably going to lean to- more towards Golden State winning that series just because of the playoff That's experience, the experience. Of everybody they have. Um, oh, yeah. They basically kept that team together throughout the past 10 years. So that's that's huge on their part. Um, and what's I, very imp- impressive about the Warriors is that they just continued to retool. Yeah. Like they 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 still keep that core three and they continue to retool with great players. Jordan Poole, Gary Payton Jr. You got well, and I would have said James Wiseman, but he's not doing anything. But Jonathan Kaminga, their rookie, I, that's also from their team. I'm gonna give I'll give a shout out to Andrew Wiggins, who was Yeah, Andrew Wiggins. Man, I forgot. I can't be killing I'm forgetting about him. Lost man in Minnesota was pretty good his rookie year and sophomore year, and then just kind of 
just kind of slowly dissipated into almost a, a nothingness. And they trade to get him or sign him last year. And it was a great move on their part. I, yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, why the heck would you touch Andrew Wiggins? He hasn't done anything. He's not what we all thought he was going to be. Blah, 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 blah. I think that deal ended up working out for both of them because oh, wasn't yeah. that the deal that they sent D'Angelo Russell there? Uh, yeah. No, Russell, did Russell, no, Russell signed there because Russell was. I no, mean, I'm pretty Nets. sure it was a sign and trade because he was a part of the Warriors. That's why was he? Wiggins went over. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. He did. Because he originally right. signed with the Warriors from the Nets because when they did that trade, it was kind of like the trade for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Where D'Angelo Russell went down to from Brooklyn to Golden State, and then Golden State, you know, what he had that year over there, and then they traded him to go be uh be with Carl Anthony Towns and such. Yeah, which has been been great for them. And then I yeah, I like Anthony Edwards. He's gonna be one of those guys that'll be a stud. Oh um, yeah, real good. The biggest question is with all these teams that are playing extremely well. NBA has a salary cap. You have to stay under that salary cap or you have a tax. And if you are over the tax, I think it's like two or three years in a row, you have a repeat offenders um, fine that you have to pay. So mm-hmm. this year with the Celtics, that's why they traded off a lot of their salary because they didn't want to repay that fine. They already paid it the year before. You don't want to pay it again. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But you have to figure out who's going to get paid on these teams. Like, John Morant is lined up to get paid. Who do you lose then? Do you lose Jaron Jackson? Do you lose him? Do you lose Bain? Do you, it, it's going to be a give and take somewhere. Or, I think they're going to have enough to at least keep – well, Jaws probably going to get the max from Memphis, oh, no doubt. I think they'll, they'll have enough for, for Jaron Jackson Jr., but – I think it's going to be a matter of what they do in the coming years to see what's going to happen to your Desmond Baines, you know, the other role players on the team, like your Kyle Anderson's, your, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on whoever, oh, the Tyus Joneses on that team. Yeah. You know, I think it's really going to come down to what they do. Like, so like, let's just fantasy book, you know, say Memphis makes it to the Western Conference Finals with this group. Maybe they want to give it one more shot with everybody. Maybe some of those guys might be inclined to take a little bit less to keep some of those players. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like those teams that like want to win multiple in a row, they've been willing to like, hey, like I'll take a like maybe a couple million less so you can throw to so and so and so and so so we can keep this ride rolling. And then if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you know. I've done my part here, so yeah, I agree. I can definitely see that. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I'm happy for the Celtics because they get a couple more days off. Uh, Rob Williams looked great in his two games. He came back and played. Um, hopefully, with the next couple of days off and most likely playing the Bucks, we took the series against the Bucks or tied the series against the Bucks. It's going to be a seven-game series, 100% for that one. There's no way someone gets swept. Um, 
it's gonna be a dog fight, and I'm excited because speaking of dog fight, yeah, my dogs, <laughs> my dogs are like barking because someone is probably walking by with another dog. So apologize for hearing dogs in the background. It's totally fine. I love Such it. Pain in the butt sometimes. It's um, all good. But let's jump over to something else a little bit. You know, we'll talk about this one first. Ben Simmons should leave the NBA. My personal opinion, he should never play basketball again. You know, that's a little harsh. But it's, to is your it really point, harsh? Is it to really your point, though? to your point, I totally get it. I just think Ben Simmons is as overdramatic as it needs to be. Uh, you know, let's just, for those that don't know what we're talking about, you're talking about Ben Simmons, who pretty much sat and did nothing to help the Brooklyn Nets in the series against the Celtics. He, they called his uh, injury why he wasn't playing quote unquote sore backness. So like, there's so many questions. Let's think about this way. One, if you were, if you even knew you would give like five to 10 minutes, why would you not at least go into the regular season before the playoffs to just test how you're doing? If you're able to give five, 10, maybe 15 minutes, just run up and down the floor to just see how the back is going, you know, why would you not try? And then also, like, how would you expect you're someone, you know, they had the report saying, oh, he might come back for game four. Well, what what impact would that man even do? He's complete. He hasn't touched a basketball court in almost a year and a half. And then you expect him, oh, he's going to come into this playoff game and make a difference? Like, in a very heated series, this is just like no regular series, a very close and heated series mm-hmm. with the Celtics. There's no way he was going to be able to survive. He probably would end up getting more hurt. Yeah, so probably. I just. I, I agree with Stephen. Did you hear what Stephen A. Smith said afterwards? They're going to come up with the Ben Simmons rule. The, the pay to play. Because. Absolutely. And I, you know what? Robin teams. They should. They should do that because. This man, and I agree, if he has mental instability, whatever's going on mentally, not going to downplay that. There's always some type of issue that's going on with any type of player. They have those things going on in their lives. I get that. Not going to downplay that. But to sit on the sideline, look like a clown. He looked like a clown, let's be honest. He looked like a circus to get attention. And, and like, your teammates are sitting there in a dogfight against a much better team. And you're not doing anything. You're not really cheering them on. You're not – I don't see him doing much. Um, yeah. And like... just how his, his persona – I read an article or a quick little thing from Bleacher Report that – it was saying Ben Simmons quit earlier than other people than people expected. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, I know we all know he quit on the 76ers. I don't really know if I could say he quit on the Nets yet because he hasn't played a game. Um, prob- mentally, he's just not there. He's something he quit wrong. at LSU. So quit at LSU. They, they, there's reports saying when he was at LSU, he did not care about winning. He just wanted to show off for the scouts and all this other stuff. So his teammates resented him. They didn't make the NCAA tournament, though they were a top team to start the year. 
then they just faltered and Simmons played great. Awesome. Good for you. But your team sucked. Then he's supposed to play for team Australia. He hasn't played for his home country over five. I think it's like either five or nine years at this point, because he has said, I will play then backs out last minute says I'll play backs out last minute. And he's done it repeatedly, repeatedly to his nation. Like, to us, like, say LeBron James did that to the United States. Granted, no, not many people like LeBron James as a basketball player because he wins and he's cocky and he's arrogant. But say he does that and says, I'm going to play, and does it five times in a row and just steps back every single time. What are you, what's your perception of this person? He doesn't want to play. He's not willing to sacrifice himself. So that's where I think with Ben Simmons, if he never touches a basketball court again, who cares? He's not worth any of the money that they've given him. He can't shoot a basketball to save his life. So just let him go off into the sunset, disappear, and start over. Because the Brooklyn Nets, they got to figure out their crap. Because old the Lakers showed old players don't do well at this point in their career. And you got Andre Drummond, Blake, Blake Griffin, I'll give him. He played great in those last two games. I thought he played phenomenal, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But otherwise, they need to retool. And I don't think Kyrie is not the answer there. And I don't think that that should be one of the guys you should bring back. I think you really look at developing some of the younger guys and really pulling another good point guard as a complimentary piece to Durant who doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's definitely going to be, you know, I think there's going to be some moves, but I I think the Nets, they're in a good spot where, like, they have some young guys. I think they just need to find some more young guys that complement the two guys of KD and Kyrie. Kyrie still has to resign there too, right? Because they signed Durant, but Kyrie doesn't have an extension. That I'm not 100% sure of. I just, I can't remember. Um, but let's stick with basketball. J.R. Yeah. Smith, man, that guy is good. Back yeah, shout out to Earl Smith at college, getting a 4.0 student academic award. Mm. I mean, I think that is – I mean, we needed something good and happy to talk about. That is something good and happy to talk about because the man spent – X amount of years getting millions and millions of dollars in the NBA, put all that aside and say, Hey, I'd made a promise to my mom that I was going to go ahead and get my diploma in college. And he's doing that. Kudos to him. Cause yeah. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I, especially at his age. I would just be too distracted with he's 30, stuff. 36, right? Something he's not too yeah. much older than you and I. Yeah. Um, but good for him. I, I I applaud anybody to go back to school that wants to Seriously. continue education, uh, especially after making millions and millions of dollars and really, truly not needing to do anything the rest of his life yeah, or his kid's life or his grandkid's life or potentially his great grandkid, because he does seem like a pretty smart individual when it comes to investing and in what he's done off the court. So absolutely. He got the Lululemon NIL deal. 
I'm sure he's going to get more than that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for uh, Mr. JR. Me too. Good for him. Congratulations, JR. I know you're not listening to this podcast. You probably never will. But hey, congratulations on the 4.0. You know, some old old school fans here that enjoy watching you dunk all over the place when you were younger. So awesome there. Dive into some of the NFL, especially this started last week. Debo Samuel basically telling the 49ers, I want out. But it's crazy. I just, the way it came out, it was oh. like a. His brother. His brother tweeted it out first. Really? Yeah, I guess Debo's brother was like, yeah, so he doesn't want to be here anymore, blah, 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 and, and like, let's move on. No, I, then, I, Not even just that. I feel like when it came out, it just came out so random because they were talking about, like, some of the best wide receivers in yeah. the league. I, I think they were comparing him to, like, what happened with Devontae – Adams with him getting a monster deal. I know somebody else just got a monster deal this year. Kirk. Who else? Who? Kirk, the kid, the guy who from the Cardinals who went to the uh, Jaguars is getting like eighty-four million dollars over four years, and I think like fifty-seven of it's guaranteed. Something stupid for a guy who is not worth that much money. Yeah, he's not a number one. He's definitely not your first overall draft pick God, for your. No. Fancy draft, but I wouldn't the touch one him thing he's on the Jaguars. Yeah, but the one thing is like it came out of nowhere because I think they were talking about salaries, and all of a sudden, the next day is like, oh, Devo said he wants out, and I'm like, wow, like I, but I, I, it's not going anywhere. They're not, they're not gonna trade him. You're gonna have to give up a buttload to get Devo, especially after the way he like rose above this past year you would need to probably sell your soul for him. And I don't think anybody's willing to. So what I heard was potentially it would take two first round picks to get him plus more compensation, of course, but the big things are the two first round picks. Um, As a Patriot fan, I 100% want the Patriots to get rid of Nikhil Harry, give him some tight end too. Oh, Nikhil Harry. And give him like two first round picks that are making him famous on this podcast at the end of the first round. Like no one cares about our picks in the first round because we usually trade them or they turn (laughs) into busts. Except for a couple of them. Mac Jones so far has been really, really good. So we'll keep it there. But I guess the reason he wants out is um, the simple fact that he plays the utilities role. He does not want to play that role anymore. Does not want to line up in the backfield as a running back and as a wide receiver. He wants to be lined up as a wide receiver. That makes sense. And that's it. Which, good for him because if he's playing all these different positions, all these different roles, his career gets drastically shorter. Because we all know the average length of an NFL career is about three to four years. Yep. Tom Brady's the outlier. There's some other players that are outliers. But it's like three to four years, guys. They they cash in, they get their money, and then they're out because physically they can't do it. You know? It's true. I, I don't think if Kevin and I were in the best shape of our lives and p- try to play football, we may make it like a week. These guys are conditioned crazy athletes. So good for him. I really hope the Patriots do something, but apparently the Jets are the front runners, for, uh, um, according to a bunch of execs and stuff. That the Jets, of course, because Jets need to. They're just trying to do 
anything possible to get themselves out of obscurity because they're just that bad. They'll probably give up Corey Davis, their first round pick this year, their first round pick next year, and like a second and fourth rounder in like twenty twenty nine. Yeah, like they'll just give up everything, <laughs> and then <laughs> you'll have a quarterback that can't throw the ball to Debo, and Debo just be pissed. So maybe you get him for a year because I know he's on the last year of his contract. So uh, any team that's going to trade for him. Oh, man. Is going to need the guarantee that he's going to resign with that team and not just go to that team and just bolt and bolt. So I I don't know. Honestly, a shout out to him for playing his hand. He's he knows his worth. And he proved it last year. If he stay, if if he stays healthy, that man is unstoppable. Oh God, he's I I love watching him play. It's so much fun. And I I won't lie, I was very happy that I had him on my fantasy team last year. Oh. And he was hurt. Remember, he started off hurt for the year. Yeah, came back, and I'm sitting there going, crushed it. I'm like, this motherfucker is just gonna stay in my on my bench in the IR position. I don't care, don't care. And everyone's like, what are you doing? First week, he's back. 20 points. I'm like, that's why I kept them. Like, the man goes it's true. off. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Kevin, what do you got on tonight? My, it's not, it's honestly, not, not basketball. Not a basketball jersey today. I just was, truth, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was in a hurry. And because it's Wednesday, it's AEW Dynamite at 8 o'clock tonight. I figured I'm just going to simple support my all the wrestling little crew neck long sleeve it's a good time and yeah and merit i am liking your whole outfit right now you got the whole gimmick on who's oh we have mac jones oh, on. Yeah. Got a, is that a draft hat do we know what year uh i think this was the 2016 2017 draft hat. do your job okay um so yeah i used to collect every year for the knicks and really? like i just yeah i had like from 2004, 2007, I just got to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to wear these hats. Yeah. Because the, some of them were a little loud. And then... Even for you? Yeah. Some of them wow. were a little too loud. And also, it's just, I got tired of just like, continue to support the my team into obscurity because we're allergic to success. But enough about the Knicks. We talked about our basketball I'm excited to talk about NFL draft time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of my favorite times a year. Normally, I would go out every Thursday to start. I, it was a tradition that me and my boss at my job in New York City would do. We would leave work early. We would go to White Castle and buy ourselves each a Crave case. And then we would talk about the what shitty picks that some teams made for the draft. That's awesome. But I can't. I've stopped it over the years just because of the fact that, like, man, I can't – I'm getting older. I can't be having, like, White Castle like that anymore. I, when I was in my 20s, yeah, it was good because the metabolism's moving faster. But now if I have, like, two White Castle burgers, I won't be able to move for, like, the next, like, 48 hours. Uh, see, I've never had White Castle. Never. I've always That's wanted good. it. But That's I've good. But I've heard it's fantastic. So Yes, it is absolutely day. fantastic. You got to just get, like – Four simple, four simple cheeseburger sliders. Yep, and then you're you're freaking golden. 
and then I never have to touch it again. Okay. You will never have to touch it again unless we watch the NFL draft together and I order a crepe case for us. That sounds good. Um, maybe we'll do that next year. Maybe we'll do a live podcast as we just blast. Oh my god, that is actually for we should do that for the NBA draft. Ooh, that'd be fun. All right, so idea live. Yes. Sounds good. Okay. Live, uh, live draft. Yes. Well, Kevin, before we jump into the draft and some of the questions and our thoughts and all of that fun stuff that we have here, you mentioned before we jumped on that you're in a bidding war for a couple of cards. Yes. And your now sport memorabilia card collection went from being, ah, it's just going to be something fun. Maybe I'll do here and there to, no, it's a flow, like full blown itch that you've scratched and it's spread across yes, your body. It is. Like, I know I listened to a podcast where they go, scratch that figure itch. I have scratched the card itch. And I have, I'm currently in three bidding wars for cards. One of them, Jason Williams, from formerly of the Sacramento Kings, a.k.a. White Chocolate, autograph card. I'm in a bidding war for that. I'm in a bidding war for an autograph deuce mcbride card from his rookie year with the knicks Ooh, that'd be a nice one yep so like i really want that one and i'm in a one brawl for an alan houston signed with a jersey patch card from like early 2000s and i'm like uh it's madness but i i i went on a a there's one I forgot one day I this past week, I just went on an eBay searching hunt and anything oh that was like under $10, I went ahead and just pulled the trigger on some of them. So in the coming weeks, I would hope it would come by next week, but in the coming weeks, I will have some new additions to the Kevin Cueva card collecting collection. Oh boy, There are some really cool ones. Uh, so I will tell you my theme. My theme is going to be uh, favorite basketball players and uh, WVU alum. Ooh. If you get a Javon Carter, you're going to have to snag another one for me because I will definitely put that up somewhere in my office. Oh, I, I back, I'm not. That's funny you say that because I'm currently on the hunt for both of us. This is probably, hold on. This is probably my favorite basketball card I've ever owned in my life. Okay. And I still have what do we it. Got? Mr. Reggie Lewis. Oh, good. You have it in a top loader. Very good. Mm-hmm. We need to get you a new top loader because it's yellowing. Yeah. I've this has been in the this case since I've had it. Oh my gosh. You're yeah. amazing. Yeah. I've never never taken it out. Yeah. Um, I think my dad gave it to me. But here's the funny part. Who's the guy in the picture with him? We all know him. Oh my God, who is that? That's Clyde the Glide. Ooh, solid, solid, yeah. very, very solid. So that's it's like the only card I think I have out. I have a bunch of Michael Jordan ones somewhere. Yeah, they're still in. You know, I don't even know where. They I are. used to have so when I like I told you last week. I used to have so many different Michael Jordan cards, all different types of sports cards. I just don't know whatever happened to them. Um, I remember my favorite card that I. I was was like hunting for, which I will definitely be on the hunt for, was one of my favorite players when I first started to like try to get into basketball. Seattle Supersonics, because I was a big Gary Payton fan, but my second favorite player 
Deathless Shrimp. Do you remember who that is? No, I do not. You don't know who that is? No. Yeah, you gotta Google him. It was awesome. What is He's it like again? probably he was here. Uh, Death Left Shrimp. You'll see it like Death Left, and his his last name is like C S C H R, and then you'll it'll probably Google search the rest. He was like the number three option for the Supersonics when they had was the, uh, GP Sean Kemp. And then it was this, and then Deathless Shrimp was there. He was like the European guy before being European in the NBA was cool. Huh. Yeah. That's another jersey that I'm also on the hunt for. So if anybody has a champion Deathless Shrimp uh, jersey that can fit a big guy like me, make sure you message Merritt or myself or the podcast Instagram. That'd be amazing. You're like a big little guy. So, yeah. But yes, so that definitely, definitely excited. Shall oh, we? Oh, Jesus. Now I know. Yeah. You know who that is, right? Yeah. yeah yes. I I, he was awesome. He was like not, he was not he, like the um, biggest guy in the world, but. He, God, who, he reminds me of an, another NBA player. He looks like, um, he was just coaching at St. John's. Tall white guy. Chris Mullen. Yeah. He looks like Chris Mullen. Yeah. Doesn't he? But he's just a European version. Not you don't look like he's from New York. Hmm. Yes. Who's winning? Uh, Milwaukee. It's ten seven. Let's get it. Seven minutes left in the first quarter. So Beautiful. still early. Um. All right, Kevin. I don't even know. It's like your your car collection is gonna probably be ridiculous. Like your shoe collection is at one point. Um. So I can't wait to see where that goes. I cleaned my Air Commanders off last week. Proud of you. They're so nice now. They're so nice. I just I gotta I gotta get new shoelaces because one shoelace is too long and the other one's too short. Wow, that's a, so that's a heartbreaker. Gotta, just gotta get new shoelaces for it, but I am so pumped about them. I moved off, took off the West Virginia last pair of West Virginia shoes on the shoe rack and put those up there. So love it. Love I think, it. I think we're good for now for shoes. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna touch any. My wife would probably kill me if I get more. So yeah, I, I believe it or not. I'm like taking a break right now because I'm stuck in this card hobby right now. So I probably won't be buying any more shoes unless it's like for a dope deal or yeah. I just get the itch again. But like I am kind of knee deep in this card collecting or jersey collecting deal that like I've always been. But the card collecting now, because it's a little bit less expensive, like, expensive that's what we're kind of going with. All right. All right. I, I, you guys are probably sick and tired of us rambling on about cards and NBA. So we're going to jump into the NFL draft. Yes. Let's point this out. Kevin and I are not experts. We barely have paid attention to the NFL draft this year. Most likely have no idea besides like a few players are in it, but we're going to have some fun and we're going to talk about it to our own degree and our own knowledge at this point. Um, this is something I saw, and I, I wanted to ask you a question. So there's been a bunch of people lately basically saying mock drafts are worthless, are pointless. There's really no need for them. Because it's I remember spending majority of my time just going, who should Patriots pick? And you're going, oh, it says we're going to take – we should pick Will Greer. It doesn't work. It, that, mock drafts aren't real. So yeah. 
what are your thoughts on all the mock drafts that are out there? Do you pay attention to one over the other? Like, what what do you look at? Uh, it's so funny. I think for the NFL specifically, mock drafts are so so far and beyond. Like, they're almost like the worst type of like brain teaser or like buzzkill because like at least in in the the majority of NFL drafts that I've always I've like really paid attention to, paid attention to the draft goes off the rails within maybe the first like 10 minutes like think about when the, the if you remember that that old miss tackle Laramie Tunsil everybody's like oh he's going to be number one pick number love- one pick number one pick and all of a sudden somebody puts 10 minutes 10 minutes before the draft went on and put a picture of him with a gas mask on smoking he's selling that now. weed. He's selling Is he that selling that? that? So he's selling that as an NFT, a one-off NFT. He came out saying that today. And all, uh, he, of course, he'll pocket majority of the proceeds, but uh, a portion of the proceeds will go to um, some fund that'll help try to fight you know, anyone getting persecuted for marijuana possession uh, and trying to push it towards being really just a legal thing. Um, But think about, I think about that draft to go back to what we were talking about. He was projected number one. Then when that 10 minutes happened, everything changed and he dropped towards the end of the first round, costing him millions. And then there's always that one crazy deal that somebody from like the bottom half of the draft, like I, I think about when the Jets like traded up to get Mark Sanchez back oh. in the day, where they traded all of their like picks away just to get Mark Sanchez. And I'm like, well, so much for all the mock drafts, because now everything that I was thinking was gonna happen, definitely not happening anymore. So it's 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 like one of those. I won't like really try and like give it much like food for thought, but like I'll just I want to watch it so I have an idea of what we I might be looking for. But ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it, it's gonna go in a completely different direction. Um, but to your point, one of my mock drafts I like to look at is Walter Football online. I think mm. they do a really great job, also when projecting trades. And I thoroughly enjoy watching some of the guys on ESPN Plus. I've I've been doing my little bit of research before getting on here with you, Merritt. And then the the guys on ESPN Plus they do a great job trying to project trades and everything as well too. Yeah. So um, yeah. What I, about you? I I like Walter Payton because they break down every um, pick to a degree. They give you like a two sentence synopsis on each pick on why they think that person's going to be a fit. Um, like why they think Hutchinson should be the number one pick this year, why Kavion should be. Um, they give you those kind of breakdowns, which has been, which is helpful. I like Todd McShay and um, Mel Kuyper. They, they, those two know their stuff. They are some of the best out there in that job. Uh, but they, I also like CBS sports because they kind of, it's not like they come out of left field because everyone basically the first, 10 to 15 picks are all relatively similar. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Like after 10 to 15, 
that's when things get wonky. Like last year is a great example. Everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be number one. Oh, yeah. Everyone. And then everyone had an idea that Zach Wilson would be number two to the Jets. Okay. This is when everything changed, though, because there's projections of Mac Jones being number three. There was Justin Fields being third. There was somebody else being third, not even a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And it's all these things. And that threw everyone for a a loop. Granted, I think majority of the teams lucked out. They got the players that they wanted. And the rookies last year, minus your first two picks, actually your first three picks, had pretty decent years. I'll give Justin Fields a, a you know nod because kid went and dealt with Matt Nagy as his head football coach, and Nagy just didn't know what he was doing at that point. So um, I like mock drafts. It's fun to as a fan just to pay attention and see what experts say. But you're right; they really don't help re- truly predict anything because yeah. they're all out of nowhere. Um, the the one person that I really liked before he started working in the front offices was um, Mark Mayock for NFL Network when he was mm. working for them. I always thought he always had great information. He was very informative on like what types of picks that people were making. And he had a good project projection of like, he was going to be right. Like, oh yeah, if Mark Mayock sees it, it's probably, there's a good chance that it could happen. Um, yeah. I know he's, he's now, I, is he still with the Raiders? Cause I know that's where he was doing. I think I so. He's still- he got let go. He still does a lot of stuff for the I think around the draft time that he'll he'll still join them and talk because yeah he has he does a great eye. job of that yeah he has an for eye sure. for it so let the man speak you know don't 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 quiet him um here's a fun question who do you want to see your team select in the first round oh wow yeah this is a tough such one such a loaded question I let Merritt you go first. So I'm a toss up uh, and I've looked at a couple of the drafts, uh, mock drafts. You have, you have uh, the 21st. number 21st pick. So I would love if say the Patriots don't trade, you know, half the farm to get Debo. Say we don't do that, which I don't think they will. I think that Belichick will stay pat and, and just deal with what he's got. I'd like to see them go after one of the Alabama um, wide receivers. I think that would be a great matchup. One of those two deep ball threats, because we don't have that. We don't have somebody that's lightning fast on the outside that can really burn anybody. Um, Or the linebacker from Georgia is what I keep seeing as well. He's like a DN linebacker combo who is like a, four-year starter, a stud kind of player. So Is that a Trayvon Walker? Yes. Yes. So okay. I'd, be okay, I'd be okay with either one of those. I'm more concerned on what they do in the second round um, and if they can get like a, a decent corner in the second and third round and kind of fill out after that because we really do need help at, at, at that position now that you don't have J.C. Jackson. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I can't wait to see what they do. How about you? What what are you hoping? So we have the 20th pick. Yeah, you're right before us. Yes, right before us. Um, I keep seeing a lot of the mock drafts saying that we're going to take Malik Willis from Liberty. 
See, um, I've seen a lot say that he's going earlier to the Saints. I yeah, I just so I just looked at uh one of the ESPN plus guys. They have him going literally second overall to the Lions, which I'm like, I did not expect him to like go up that high, especially since they have Jared Goff, who is still not bad right now. Um, but I, I think there's gonna be two ways to look at this. I think you can go ahead and go for that star quarterback if you're feeling like, you know, he's the guy. If you think Malik is the guy to be the hire for Ben Roethlisberger and you take him or you take someone that's like an offensive lineman. I think one of the biggest flaws, and you guys have heard me mention this on the podcast several times when we brought up uh, the NFL one of the biggest flaws the Steelers have had is our offensive line right now. I think it's important that they get a little bit younger. So, and and knowing Steelers drafting, they don't do the whole, oh, I want to go take this quarterback first round. They're more of a very conservative organization. They wanted like the safe pick. So I think they're going to still, they're going to go an offensive lineman. I see one right now, Zion Johnson, Guard from Boston College. I did. He's I, not bad. The I've heard the Patriots are looking at him too. The guard. Yeah. So I, I, I will. I'll just say I'm not. I don't, I'm not familiar with all of them, but I think any of the ones that are like, so like Charles Cross from Mississippi State, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. I think the Steelers are going to take one of those offensive linemen first. Now, if I'm being selfish and I like just want to like fantasy book. The Steelers taking somebody, a name that I would love for them to have. Uh, he's we may not really need him at this position, but you might be familiar with him because I know you and I have talked about this show before. Last chance, you, uh, linebacker from Florida State, mm -hmm. formerly from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson the second. Yep, I I think. He just looks like a specimen, man. He does. looks like a special player. Whoever gets him, they're going to get a hell of a pass rusher. Um, I think – let me see on this draft where they have him. He's oh. he's rejected to go 14 oh, – oh, my God, to the rape. Oof. Definitely don't want him going there. But so I'm looking at one of the mock drafts right now, too, um, and on ESPN. I think it's McShay's. They actually have the Patriots taking Andrew Booth, the corner from Clemson. Okay. Probably is the second or third best corner besides the kid from Cincinnati who's going to be a top 10 pick. He should be mm -hmm. dirty. What um, who they have the who on your on what is who does he have the Steelers taking? Malik. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And everybody really thinks that. I'm like I just don't I don't I don't, I, I don't know. It, I don't know if I could buy him like being so good in the league when you played at Liberty. Like I get it. He's got special athletics and I know like he didn't play the against the competition because he's at Liberty, but I don't know. I, I I don't know, and I don't know if I want to risk taking a quarterback like that unless you are so set that he is the one. And apparently, they're thinking Trayvon Walker, or yeah, Trayvon Walker from Georgia will, can be the first overall pick. I did see that on one of them. They think he will go ahead of Hutchinson, and then it will be Derek Singleton. Uh, single, single. 
Stingley. Oh my gosh, I can't read tonight. Stingley from LSU. Evan mm-hmm. Neal, the offensive tackle from Bama, which would be pretty big for the Jets to get that. The Giants. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping that. The, yeah. Oh, the Giants to take. I. You know what? I would love if the Giants could get Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. Oh, that God. defensive end. He was the, the number Giants. one pick until he got hurt. Oh my God! Can you imagine if he didn't get hurt? He would have been the number one pick, no matter they, what. And then they have a, a potential deal with the Jets moving up for cornerback. So the Jets send the number ten pick and sixty nine pick to the uh, in a third round twenty twenty three pick to Carolina for the sixth pick, and they get Ahmad Gardner, the shutdown corner from Cincy. Mm. Um, the Giants then taking Carl Cro- Charles Charles Cross. Atlanta taking Drake London, which that one surprised me. I I don't know if I'd go after a wide receiver. Like, granted, you lose your best wide receiver because he's out for betting, but like, you have a lot of other holes in Atlanta that you. Yeah, Atlanta just needs the best player on the board. Yeah, like they, they, they have, need the best player on the board. They have Carolina taking Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I don't know if on I, this on this draft he they have Carolina taking him at number six. Yeah, they have Carolina. Taking I didn't him think at 10. is he really rated like as one of the best. It's I, thought, I didn't think he was. So let's we'll talk about this real quick. Um, since we've kind of discussed who we want our teams to take, but like we'll we'll skip this other one, but like and we'll go back to it. But this year they're saying it's a very defensive heavy draft as well as wide receiver. There's a lot of really good wide receivers. Kid from uh, Ohio State, the kids from um, Alabama. You have kids from Florida State. All these big name schools ha- are having some really, really good wide receivers coming out. The quarterbacks is a very, very down year for quarterbacks in this draft. They only have two. I think it's only two of them, according to this ESPN one, projected to go in the first round, which. Usually doesn't happen. You usually have like three or four quarterbacks taken, depending on the draft that year. But yeah, this, are... it's not a lot of quarterbacks that are in this first round. No, so I they're... think we might like in the the mock draft that I have. I believe there is only three. Yeah, so they they have Kenny Pickett, who if no one knows who Kenny Pickett is, he is the quarterback from. University of Pittsburgh. Um, Ooh. Boo, you suck. I hope you get hit hard. I don't, I don't even know what to say. Um, he's good, but he had one good year. Then you have Malik Willis, who, as Kevin's already mentioned, played at Liberty. So you're not really sure of the true competition that this guy felt throughout the year. He's not at a big-name school. He's not going up against, you know, say, the likes of Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson. I'm going to throw Cincinnati because Cincinnati is a dirty program at this point. And it's going to be a great add to the Big 12. Kevin, stop falling asleep on us. I know. I'm like getting old. You're getting old. Um, Yes. But like there's a lot of – after that – I'm looking at my damn phone because it's so damn small. After that, you have a huge drop-off of Mm -hmm. quarterback. You have Howard – or the kid from UNC – um you have a couple other ones but like there's really no standout quarterback it's not like last year where we had five of them 
and it was just yeah. who's picking who and who's going to get lucky enough to get them. Like, so, yeah, I mean, it's if whoever I think it's going to be whoever depends on where they're going, because if you're thinking who will perform best in the NFL right now, if I'm looking at the draft right here, like in the with the couple of mock drafts that I've had. If Malik Willis goes to the Steelers, he might have the better year out of all those quarterbacks because he's just going to be coached. He's going to have a good coaching system around him. And that, maybe sick. that's just me I think he's, like being biased as I a Steelers fan. I think he sits because... You think he sits? Yeah. Well, like, I, if... Be, so, if he'll Trubisky. probably sit for a little bit for Trubisky because, yeah, like, they, they know that they don't want to throw him into the fire right away. Yeah, I I think you signed Trubisky to be your your gap quarterback. So I don't know if you let Malik Willis if if the Steelers take him tomorrow night. I don't know if you have him start. Mainly because the speed of the game is a lot different at that level. And he did play at a D1 school. He did play at D1 level. So he is playing against these perennial athletes. But still, you're not playing up against Alabama or Clemson or South Carolina or, you know, I'll even say our alma mater, West Virginia, Oklahoma. You're not playing against those teams that are big, big teams. Um, I'm looking here on this mock draft. They don't have the next quarterback going until the 40th pick with the Seattle Seahawks and them taking Matt um, Coral from Ole Miss, who I think is a dirty quarterback. I watched his highlights the past two years. The kid can sling it. So that's interesting there. I did see one mock draft where it was the Patriots taking um, some quarterback, I think from like Brown or something, some smaller school, and God, converting, him into, wow. converting him into a wide receiver. I'm like, okay. Um, Cincinnati's quarterback going in the, the second round, uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. I, don't I didn't think, think people liked him. I didn't think people liked him that much. I didn't think so either. I know he had a hell of a year for Cincy, but like... But he was NFL... so up and down. He, he's yeah. not consistent. But he might, he might, you know, he might be good. You never know. They have Sam John... How I have a Sam... I'm looking at the scout from Scouts, Inc., the top six quarterbacks this year. Yep. Number one is Malik Willis. Number two is Kenny Pickett. Okay. Number three, Desmond Ritter. You mentioned Matt Coral from Ole Miss at number four. Sam Howell from UNC. USC. Yep. And then Carson Strong from Nevada. I am not going to lie to you. I don't know jack shit about last... Howell or Carson Strong. Howell had a great year last year. He could... Is he just like one of those guys that's like super tall? No, he's, he's not. Throw he's, it? he's not really. like He's a tall. I mean, he's probably my height, 6'4", six, 6'5". But he can move. That's, that's pretty tall for like quarterback, he can, though. He can run. He's physical. Okay. But he had a better year um, last season. This year, UNC was up and down all over the place, so it wasn't very consistent for them. I'm looking at this mock draft. They have John Mechie, who is the Alabama running or wide receiver that got towards ACL last year, Ooh. going at 56 to the Dallas Cowboys. If that happens. That could be the biggest steal that I've seen seen so far. 
because that kid is nasty. And if he's who is this again? John Mechie the third. Mm. He's that wide receiver, uh, the second wide receiver from Alabama. Like that's scary. Um, let's see. Let's keep going down this list here. We definitely won't have any West Virginia guys drafted because we're god awful. So we're we're it's gonna be practiced. Well, so, what about Letty? Do you see Letty on on any of I'm, them? I'm looking at. Um, they have. I feel like he'll be. He should be a late round pick. They have Sam Howell going to the New York Giants in the third round. Um, oh God, Dan, Danny Dimes and Sam. Ugh, they're, they're all get all these ACC players, unless you're like super good, of the New York Giants. We need. Get somebody from elsewhere. James Cook. Oh, dang. They have James Cook going to the Bills, the Georgia running back. Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Oh, my God. Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Think about that for a second. He's going to be on our fantasy draft boards in, like, the next, like, two years. And apparently he's, like, faster than Dalvin, just not as big. So... That would be interesting for sure. Trying to think of anybody that is interesting. I personally, anytime when I look at these, oh, here we go. Steelers at 52 from this current mock draft. Fedarian Mathis. IDL. Alabama. Is that interior defensive line? Yeah. But that honestly, that's my favorite part about why. Oh, here you go. Mechie. The third, is that the one that you're talking about going yeah. to the Patriots? I want the Patriots to take him. I think that would be fantastic. Because to let him get, you know, comfortable in the system, let him heal. You don't need to bring him in right away. He's played yeah. with Mac Jones. He knows how to play, for, you know, how Mac plays. So, I think that'd be nice. God, we I really... think of, like, who... Man, I don't know any of these damn players. Well, you know what? I'm I'm probably so disconnected because of how disconnected I was from college football because of the fact that W was so they have, atrocious this year. They have Rashad White running back West Virginia going in the sixth round. I've yet to see Letty. Rashad White? We don't even have anybody named Rashad White. I don't know. I'm like very confused. Let me I'm gonna click on his picture. He's He's from Arizona State, you dummies. That's hilarious. My God, ESPN, get your stuff together. It's Neither. always funny when you go into like the like the later rounds. It's like sometimes you just might be. You're curious if these people are just like making up names at this point. Like, um, like do we know or do you just find finding people off the damn street? <laughs> Probably. I'm not seeing Letty's name. I'm in round four right now. Let's see. Uh, I've got nothing in round seven. Where is my... Tyquan Thornton? Shout out to them. So, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Um, all right, let's keep going. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get drafted, just because I know he didn't put up like he had over a thousand yards numbers. From like uh, get a thousand like yards. The, the combine, but you know, people might think of look at him that he that he's like quote unquote too old. Hate that. I hate that. Yeah. All right. 
out of the top 10 picks from this the mock drafts that we looked at okay who will have the biggest impact as a rookie as a rookie so if i'm yes. looking at top 10 so let's go with this here's your top 10 i'll just read off of the one that we i have right here trade and this is in no order i'm mm. just going to read it trayvon walker Aiden hutchinson Derek stingley evan neal Kavion, um ahmad gardner charles cross Derek london Amik Iquano or Kenny Pickett. Those are your top 10 from this mock draft that was put out like two days ago by ESPN. Okay. So if I'm, if I don't, well, I think it's going to depend on who's the team that's picking them. I think that's going to be a really, really big determining factor. So like, I'm going to try and just go by, if, like, if I'm not, if, if I were to put them on any team, I think the biggest impact should be. This might be a little bit safe of an answer, but I was gonna go. Hmm. You know what? The hell with the safe answer. I'm gonna go with Kayvon Thibodeau. He had star power, but when before he got hurt at Oregon, I mean put him on an edge and you just tell him go get the quarterback he's gonna go get the quarterback i know he's got a it's gonna be the you know it, depend, it all depends on where he goes i would i mean i would love if thibodeau went to one of the new york teams and lit it up because he'll be a freaking star yeah and that's true i know the giants haven't had anything like that since like strahan and jpp and then the jets well i don't it's think the they're ever they're exactly um and I feel like I also could see one of the offensive linemen, like you mentioned, Evan Neal. I feel like because he's, he's such an NFL rookie, like he's NFL body, I think he'll just succeed wherever you put him. What about you, Merritt? So I'm, I'm kind of between two guys, Kavion. Um, I don't know, like Aiden Hutchinson, the name, like he's from Michigan. I've never heard of him until this year. Yeah. KB and I heard of for the past like three years. Yeah. The kid has been a physical specimen and physical freak mm-hmm. before he even got to college. Aiden Hutchison, I didn't know. He I think he I had one he, good year in Michigan. Right. And he broke records. And he did which is no, you know, nothing against him. Good for you, man. Like that's awesome to do that. You wore your dad's number, you did all this stuff. Fantastic. I don't know how people have him ahead of Kavion. I think Kavion gives you more. Um, so I'm between Kavion and Ahmad Gardner. And the only reason I'm between the cornerback, okay, because Gardner hasn't given up a touchdown all year. He did not give up, I don't believe, a, like a big time play. He's a smart, physical corner who can read the routes extremely well. Um, I think he used to play wide receiver in high school or something earlier in his career. So he understands route running to a pretty good tee. I, I just think he could be somebody to watch and put him on any of the top 10 teams that are picking. You increase their defense by a lot. You have a shutdown corner that can potentially go up against, say, somebody like a Devontae Adams. He'll probably get burnt here or there, but 
he can hold his own. You're not yeah. having to, you know, have a safety slide over for double coverage and help. But granted, it's a mock draft. We'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah, really I'm excited. Pick. I am surprised none of us didn't pick Derek Stingley Jr. because I just feel like his name has been flying oh, yeah. everywhere. His- I definitely think he has the potential. But then mm-hmm. again, um, like, so- I, like I mentioned Jermaine Johnson, I feel like he's a beast if he gets in the right system. So, you know, so, I, I definitely think so it's going to be interesting. So there's two guys that I keep hearing a lot of, and it's Stingley. He went mm-hmm. from being like a mid first round, late first round to top 10. Yeah. Um, but also Kyle Hamilton, the kid from Notre Dame, the safety. He was, he's projected right now at number 11, but he was projected a top five, like not too long ago. And Everyone's, you know, there's question why why is he dropping? Why is he going from number and you know, say number three to number eleven or twelve or fifteen? And I guess it's because of the needs of the team. So they're looking at all the teams they're drafting, like, well, they don't need a safety. They don't need a safety. Don't need safety. Potentially need safety, but have other issues. So it's like, oh boy, this guy could drop. Not because he's not a great player, but because of other things. Oh boy, what happened, Kevin? Your eyes just went. Oh, no, I was just getting our photo because I realized, oh, shit, I haven't taken our photo oh, yet. Okay. Um, here's my fun question, and then we'll s- start I do. I did, I did really enjoy this question, so I've actually been trying to figure out what I would want to do. So I want right. to hear yours first. So the question is, if you were to be drafted in this year's draft or any of the NFL drafts, who would you want to read your name off? And this one's hard. I don't want Roger to go. I hundred percent don't want Goodell anywhere near me <laughs> at all being drafted. You you can give me my Jersey and I'll walk up past you. Um, I personally think it'd be great to have Pat McAfee as, you know, the guy announcing my name, even if I'm not going to the Colts, if it's just like him announcing the names because of how he did it when the draft was in Nashville in 2019, it was so awesome. And like, he's just going off and on. He's like, these guys picked and this guy picked, you know, he's got to do the draft. And then it was the third guy and they picked an orangutan over <laughs> me. Just, I remember that. I think his persona and stuff would make it a lot more fun. You get out there and you just like chest bump, like an old school NFL player that could probably still be playing, but it's making more money just talking crap to people. So I think that'd be fun. Who, who would you pick? Oh man, because that that McAfee was definitely on the top of my list. But if I couldn't have Pat McAfee because you took him already, I think one person that I think would be phenomenal to announce me would be two guys because I'm a wrestling nerd depending on where I would go. Mm-hmm. If I were to go to a Texas team, I would love to be introduced by um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that would be pretty damn awesome. Yeah, and so be, cheers, be cheers on stage and have a Bud Light uh, beer bath together. That'd be, um, yeah. And then honestly, I would even take good old Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson to go ahead and announce me being drafted 
So I feel like he'd be like make it awesome. As long as he doesn't talk like he did during the Super Bowl, then I think True. he'd be okay. But you know, I also thought it would be super cool if uh if I just had like somebody that is like ultra Samoan and then like they just did a haka in my honor to like say to, like draft me and they'll like just like they'll like do like a whole dance for it and you have to come out and start doing the haka with them yeah and i would like try and like talk to them back and do it and do it i think that would be the coolest thing because i always see them do that on like i love watching that games and i'm like so fascinated by it i'd be like that would be a pretty dope way to like be drafted in the nfl that would be cool i think i'd have to add somebody to mine if i couldn't get pat mcafee I think it has to be Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> no, I think that would be actually be a hell of a lot of fun. I would, I would love it if like you walk out on stage and both, you know, you get your jersey, you take a picture, but someone hands you both footballs and just slam them on the stage for a big spike. <laughs> I think that would be epic. And that's of course me being a very biased Patriot fan. Um, but I think, I think we've covered our draft ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if if I want to go with like my favorite team, I definitely feel like obviously Troy Polamalu would have to like draft oh, me cool. in because he's my favorite player. He'd have a head and shoulders like follow just to pour on your head and do your hair for you. Do my hair, hell yeah, I'm all about it. But yeah, this was fun. I'm excited to see who gets drafted. I'm excited to watch tomorrow. I get out of work by five, so I'll be home just in time to Lucky. go ahead and watch this. I have, to Draft. To, I have to go to a holiday party. So my wife's work was supposed to put on a Christmas party or holiday party because uh, can't say Christmas anymore. Um, like back in December and then they moved it because of COVID stuff, blah, blah, blah. And now it's tomorrow night. And I'm like, oh my God. I keep go telling her, I go to a bar and I, find where the draft is. I keep telling her, I go, I'm not going. I don't want to go. She goes, no, you're going. Everyone wants to meet you. I don't know why people want to meet me. I'm a jerk. I don't want to be nice to people. I want to look at my phone and do this. <laughs> oh I just want to be watching. God. I just want to be watching the NFL draft. And I'm like, I'm at least the first night, the first night you have to watch. That's the main I know, night. I, I just need to watch. Like, I honestly don't care. You know, I don't have to worry about the first like 20 picks. Like, I just want to see the Patriots pick. Like, to me, you can always rewatch. You can always follow up. You can always look on your phone and do the draft tracker of who went already. And you go, oh, dang, really? That person went? Okay. But, like, yeah, I do love I, – I enjoy watching the NFL draft over the NBA draft. And, you know, that's really the only two that are really televised. The NHL draft is in – so is the MLB. But those are both extremely long drafts. Um, so Well, well, the, the NFL draft is, is excruciatingly long. Oh yeah, because their their waiting minutes. time is like ten minutes per like pick. Oh my god! If they just shorten that to like five minutes per pick in the first round, mm-hmm. and second round, you could get those two rounds in in one day. Oh yeah, and then a doubt. like the third through the seventh, you have two and a half minutes to make your decision. Bam! Yeah. Done in a day. Boom! Boom! Like, yeah, I am done. But they will never do that. They they it's the TV time, air time that they get money. So uh, totally understandable. It just sucks as a fan just sitting there going, uh, ten minutes. 
Yeah. 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> like last year watching the Patriots draft at 15 going, I've been sitting here for two hours just watching this TV and nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin, did we miss anything? Did we? Did you think of something that we may have missed or whatever? No, I think uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. I think what I will say, uh, we never talked about like a, a person that I think we we did talk about them. But do you think there's anybody on like that lower end of the draft that you think is probably going to surprise us? The only person that I've paid like in the first round, in the first round that'll surprise us. Yeah, the lower round, the lower first round that we think is that's probably going to have a little bit better of a career than or better of a, a rookie year than we might not might have expected. Um, so he's I he's still in like the top. 10 that they're projecting um, right now, but I'm going to go with the kid from USC London because mm-hmm. he only played, I think one or two games last year um, yeah, and was out the rest of the year because of ankle injury or something like that. Or so I think he'll have a great career. Um, if you're picking like say, cause there's always a guy throughout the draft that's selected in the fifth, sixth, seventh round that makes that team. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Everything that I've been hearing and what I've read is the slot receiver for Alabama, the little white kid. They think that the Patriots will select him and they'll be, he'll become the next like Edelman, Wells Walker type of player because that's mm. what he does already. Um, so if that happens, maybe he carves out a niche on that team. It's just, I don't know. I think that kid would, would be, you know, late round pick could have a potential what about you okay for me i'm looking at a lot of these linemen like i'm looking at i just saw his name i think it's tyler linderbaum i just feel like he's probably gonna just by his name what he does he's a center i feel like he's gonna have a good year depending on if he gets to go to a, a good system i'm looking at uh where did his name go? A little bit further down. I'm going Jahan Dotson from Penn State. I heard a lot of great things about him. The kid and from then, BC is interesting too. Yeah, Zion is another interesting one. And then, oh, here we go. In the I'll go in the middle of the second round. Christian Watson, North Dakota State. Six Ooh. four wide receiver. It's a good height, and Six, yeah. So he must be, if he's fast, that's a that's a that's pretty it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I'll but take yeah, it. Those are those would be my guys. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know who would be a late round pick for me. I like honestly. I'm gonna let me go through the list. What what is the funnest name that I could say? Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find one. Okay, here we go. 87 to the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe Kingsley and Nagbare. DN offensive linebacker, South Carolina. Nice. I'm just going with the funnest name that I see on the list. Okay. Yes. That's usually what I like to do. I, I I see one that's it might be even better. Tariq Castro Fields. 
that 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 is thirty times better. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, let me. Is there any other? Oh, here Wandale, we go. Dale, and it's W A N apostrophe Dale Robinson. Okay. That's oh, how about this one? Otito Ogbania. Oh, jeez. Defensive might... tackle from UCLA. That might win it. I'm. Yeah, that might win. Let's see. Uh, uh, will it? What about tight end from Maryland? Chigo Ziam Okwanku. Uh, Ioma Buzuruki. Uh, DT from Iowa State. Okay. I mean, that's a close one A and one B right there. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Somebody's name. Awesome. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. Kevin, we're going to do trivia real quick. Yes. Which, and this is NCAA conference, which okay. conference has had the most players selected or most players drafted in the NFL draft? It's got to be the Big 12. Okay. If not, then I'm going to go Big 10. Well, there's, I mean, it's, it's either got to be ACC or Pac, Pac 10, Pac 12. ACC? Man, you are missing the biggest sport, biggest. Conference oh my! Out I of them all, of course, everybody from Alabama and, and Georgia SEC. and all those guys. Yeah, SEC. Yeah, I saw I something forgot. today. It was since it's like the past fourteen drafts or something. They've had the most players selected. That makes sense because the whole team, a whole a whole Alabama team, is an NFL team. The whole Georgia team this year was a. NFL team. Like, literally, you put... You know what? This is probably another debate. Like, I know they probably won't win, but you put Alabama against the worst NFL team? The Lions? Alabama wins. You think they could win? Oh, I don't know if they'll win because of, like, pro bodies, but I feel like they'd put up a hell of a fight. I think you give... If you do that, you let Alabama train at a pro level for say a month give them one month to train at a pro level mm-hmm. implement an, an, their normal offensive defense i think alabama can take your worst two teams hands down i respect that i think i honestly think that could happen but i think that's all i think that's all we got um and next week the producer will be back yes andrew Hopefully. Have we figured out what he's gonna do? He's no, also like, I'll talk. Well, let's, we'll use the group chat and be like, Andrew, you're gonna be on next week. Yeah. Um, you're gonna be in charge. You're in of charge like of giving us topics to talk about, and we'll do about it. Anything. And yes, that's on you, not on. I am not writing it. You can give me the ideas, and I'll write it. But um, you have to come up with the ideas. So we'll see how he feels when he listens to this episode, editing it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm excited for Andrew to be back. We haven't seen him in a while. Hopefully, he's doing well in school. And Looks yeah, like first freshman year is almost over for the kid. Oh my god! Yeah. So, well, oh my god, does he freaking have finals? Are we just disturbing him during finals time? Uh, I don't know. That was All right, fine. Well, hopefully, he'll figure it out because you know we need to make sure we get that episode recorded. Yeah, and it'll be a good one. Our episode's more important. 
than finals. Come on. Yeah, 100%. And it's episode 30. So this has got to be something like he's got he's got to have to come up with something big. Ooh, something fun. Maybe he can do a recap of certain episodes and he can like I don't know. Maybe we like we turn back turn back the clock and revisit a topic. Oh boy. Yes. All right, Andrew, as you listen to this episode and edit it, listen to what Kevin just said. I think Kevin yes. gave you ideas. Yes, it's it's a it's a big idea, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you do it. If you don't want to do it, then come up with something better. But uh, I'm assuming it's my outro time. It's outro time. Let's let's give these people the the best outro you got. Yes, the best outro I got again. Those that are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of your fun listening areas, thank you for listening to the Manly Musings Podcast. You can go ahead and watch us on our YouTube at the Manly Musings Podcast, where you can see me falling asleep during this episode because I am so freaking tired. Man, we're going to need like clips of me like falling asleep as I'm trying to look and for these damn names because I can barely see. So, Andrew, if you can do that, I still need more video clips. So, here we go. But, as I was saying, I digress. Follow us on the Instagram. We got a couple more followers. We're at, like, 89 followers on the Instagram. 11 more. Manly Musings Pod. I would love to reach 100 by the time we reach episode 50. So, if y'all can please follow us and send a share, that'd be amazing. I would love to see another like rating of us on Apple Podcasts as well. Follow Mary at Mary underscore P. Follow me at KQuavis624. And yes, happy NFL draft day tomorrow. Happy Wednesday and good night.